to be. And we know we can't do it on our own. We need to hear from you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. All of God's people said, Amen. Psalm 95. Hear the word of the Lord. Verses 1 through 7. O come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are the depths of the earth, and the heights of the mountains are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and the dry land which his lands have formed. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker, for he is our God. And we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Oh, that today you would listen to his voice. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I want to share with you, um, first off here, it's a little amateurish because I took it with a little camera that I borrowed. But it's a little video of, to me, what in the last week was a powerful, wonderful expression of a joyful noise. And hopefully you'll catch both. You'll, you'll see the joy and you'll hear uh, the noise. But, but this was uh, um, taken in a little conference room on the second floor um, of uh, the Life Agape Center in Erbil, um, Iraq. God, our help in ages past, is uh, joyful because of those that were gathered together, of being uh, celebrating God's wonderful help to simply be there. It was a noise because none of us really belong in the choir. Uh, the piano key, electric keyboard was rather underwhelming, and we were singing in both English and Arabic praises, making a joyful noise unto our Lord together. Uh, there's a particular um, woman that I'd like you to, to notice there. I think we've got a picture um, of her. Yeah, uh, uh, Mary is the uh, shorter woman to the right on the screen. She's got glasses, a white shirt on, and uh, um, reddish, brownish uh, hair. That's Mary Sacco. She's one of the fearsome foursome of the four sisters um, uh, of uh, Mosul. Uh, the Sako sisters right there. You see Mary with a white shirt on to the right. And uh, you see their niece um, is uh, kneeling. And uh, the man there is the niece's uh, husband. But the, the Sako sisters are the four that are uh, standing there. They are the only four remaining members of the First Presbyterian Church of Mosul, Iraq, who are still living in the city. They, uh, they cherished our time to make a joyful noise together. The, the, the Sako uh, sisters, um, they uh, have uh, 
They lost their brother um, because he was an elder in the church in, in Mosul, and uh, religious um, fanatics uh, murdered him uh, a few years ago um, because he was a leader in the church. Um, and yet they remain in Mosul, um, continuing to care for the church building. They pay for an armed guard to be in the church building, to care for it. The, the church building's in a very unsafe place, uh, a place where Christians are opposed directly, so they're not able to gather and worship there, but they still pay for the armed guard to take care of the building and, and secure it. And every couple weeks or so, the four Sacco sisters will go down and clean up the rocks that have been thrown at it, the bottles, the uh, um, eggs, and the Molotov cocktails because uh, they're committed to Jesus. They're committed to their church, and they love their city, and they want a witness for Jesus Christ to continue there. Um, the, the Sacco sisters taught me a lot about making a joyful noise unto the Lord. They uh, um, are really my, some of my new heroes in the faith. And they took every opportunity that we had to make a joyful noise unto the Lord together. Two items, two of the items they shared that really gave them strength, that really highlighted in Psalm 95. One is that God is sovereign. As the psalmist says, this is the God who is higher than the highest. He's lower than the lowest. He contains the mountains, contains the seas, and all that is in them. God is sovereign and in control. And we are never, as we were singing, outside of his love and embrace, even though... Their experience is quite different than ours. The Sacco sisters believe that God has called them to this ministry. That God has called them to this place in Mosul and to stand firm there and to not be run out so that the witness of Jesus in their city will continue to be present. They believe God has called them to that ministry of suffering. And they, I won't say gladly, they were a little snippy at times actually, but they faithfully fulfill that calling of suffering in the name of Jesus the other thing that you see in this, this psalm, and that we'll see in a little um, uh, another passage here in a minute, is that they have one another. Yeah, you notice that the psalm here, it's plural. Right? It's, 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 it's not you, but y'all worship the Lord. Yeah, we worship, it's not I, but we worship the Lord together. Yeah, for them, gathering together to worship God may be the one time a week that they can say the name of Jesus out loud and not want, worry about who's hearing it. And it may be the one time a week that they truly get to see and hear something beautiful. So they gladly make a joyful noise and they need one another to do that. I was on a bus uh, with Mary um, sitting next to her from Erbil, where we were having the consultation to the church in Kirkuk. 
And Kirkuk is the one that I described at the beginning where we had to show our passports, go through a few razor wire blockades, and where they'd had a bomb detonated across the street just four weeks ago. But on our way there, you know, I'm sitting there going, okay, how's this going to be? You know, I haven't really gone to church where a bomb was detonated before. And I talked to the pastor, and they, they have about one a year. That's sort of their average. One bomb a year within the close proximity of the church building. And I'm like, you know, I'll go with zero for a lifetime if that's okay. But on our way there, Mary, she starts bursting into song. She, she knew English through the hymns that she sang. In her little tinny, twangy voice, she started leading us. What do we know? Started singing us all. And so the whole way, she led us in the one language that we shared was praising God together. Another passage that was our, our theme for the week was 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 2 and 3. I invite you to turn there, or you can follow along um, on the screen that's uh, right above us. 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 2 and 3. We always give thanks to God for all of you and mention you in our prayers, constantly remembering before our God and Father your work of faith and labor of love and steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. Our uh, sisters in Mosul and our brothers and sisters in Iraq really demonstrated the, those three elements of 1 Thessalonians. Because they, they lived out of a work of faith. You can pull that back up, Dan. Just leave that up. Thank you. Yeah, a, a work of faith. I mean, for them to stay in Mosul, to have a worshiping presence in Mosul was a work of faith. I mean, what they believed was what led them. Not what they saw, not what they felt, not what they experienced. It was what they believed that led them to that work of faith so that they could continue to make a joyful noise in Mosul. It was a labor of love. I mean, they loved Jesus. They, they loved Jesus' people. And they loved their city. And they refused to be run out of town. It was a labor of love. And it was a powerful experience of a steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. Their hope in Christ continued to empower them. No matter what circumstances they faced whether it's the murder of their brother, whether it's the constant barrage on their church building, or the threats upon them, their hope in Jesus Christ was greater still. They believed fully what we just sang, that nothing can separate us. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. And so they refuse to act on anything except the love of Jesus Christ. And to do all in their power to make a joyful noise unto him. Now, a couple, couple points, a couple action points for us to consider. First, as I shared at the very beginning, let us not take for granted any day. Let, let us not take for granted all of God's blessing. 
I mean, what a, a great example this Thanksgiving week where we stop and at least reflect for a moment and give thanks and gratitude. Let's, let's catch ourselves this week in what we complain about. Let's be sure it's worth our breath. Let's, let's be sure it's about something that really is worth opposing. That we complain about things that are evil and not just things that are inconvenient. Because I don't want to sugarcoat what these sisters are going through. And I don't want to sugarcoat what we go through in order to follow Jesus ourselves as well. In, in just life in general. But I, I do want us to walk into the sin and the brokenness, the death and illness, the, the pain, the lust, the greed, the apathy that's within us. And that we face in others, that we walk into it with a steadfastness of hope, with a labor of love, with a work of faith. So let us not take for granted today and the gift of God's blessings of this day. And secondly, the other thing from these sisters in Mosul, we need one another. I need you, you need me, you need one another. We, we need, this is not a, a solo venture. This is not something that we go on as the Lone Ranger. We need one another. I mean, those, those sisters depended upon one another. They could not do it alone, and neither can we. Don't isolate yourself emotionally or physically. No matter what you face. No, what I learned from them is they refused to give up and they refused to isolate themselves. They, they continued to, to gather with us and, and meet with one another regularly. They gather in their homes. They do what they could to depend on one another. They're inspiring models for us. So what, what you're facing, don't keep it inside. Don't try to do it yourself. If you're, you're facing a struggle, a challenge, whatever it might be, share it with a friend. A brother and sister in Christ, share it with one another. And if you're the one they're sharing with, then receive it with grace. You know, if you don't, don't feel like you have someone you can share it with, well, then maybe you feel like you can share it with me. Or maybe you feel like you can share it with somebody on staff or an elder or call the, the White House for someone to walk with you and develop a group, a small group of friends, of, of cohorts, of companions on this journey, in this battle against the forces of darkness that oppose us. You know, one of the things that we did share with one another um, in Erbil and in Mosul with our brothers and sisters in Iraq and Syria and Lebanon, actually, was that some of them, there is in a real backhanded way that it's obvious for them their battle is against evil. It's obvious for them that their battle is lifelong and fully uh, encompasses all of their life, whereas for us, we can sort of compartmentalize Following Jesus is just sort of a part of our life. We're not really battling against evil. We're just trying to make the most of life. We're going to have a baptism in a little bit. And little Brianna's going to come up here and she's going to renounce evil. 
Now, that's sort of, sort of a harsh word. Yeah, but that's the truth. And, and we, in our comfort, sometimes can get lost in recognizing the fullness of the battle that we're in and why we need one another in order to fight that battle together. So brothers and sisters in Christ, let us take every opportunity, every opportunity together to make a joyful noise to the Lord in spite of our circumstances. As we are centered in the the blessing of God, surrounded by one another, let us take every opportunity to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Amen. I think I saw mom go get daughter who were about to baptize. When uh, I believe Barry is going to help assist. Uh, I told her that the, we warmed the water up for her, so uh, she'll come. And Barry, she'll get that robe right there, too. And uh, there she comes. This is Brianna. Come on, uh, sweetie. Yeah. You can see her on the picture, too. She's the one without the beard. Come on up. All right, now, if you, yes, stand and, and face them, all right, go ahead and uh, take off uh, your shoes, and uh, I've got uh, a couple questions for you to, to answer, and nothing to be scared of, it's just water, it's even a little warm, even, not too bad, and uh, let's, uh, let's pray together before we have our questions. Dear Father, we give you thanks for this time to gather. We thank you for the waters of baptism. We thank you for how they represent our being cleansed, made whole, made righteous, dying in Christ and being raised to new life. We ask in this moment, in a a way beyond our understanding, you will touch Brianna, you will um, lead and fill her, and you will guide her into the fullness of life, into the calling you have for her. We pray that it would be one in which life flourishes and is filled with joy. But if it be in other ways, that you would so strengthen her to be a witness to Jesus. In his name we pray. Amen. First, uh, let's uh, all affirm our faith with one another. We'll join with Brianna. We'll join with our brothers and sisters around the world um, by the words of the Apostles' Creed that we affirm together. Let's stand and affirm what we believe. Do you believe in God the Father? I believe God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, Do you believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God? I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. 
He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. Do you believe in God the Holy Spirit? I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. All right. Now, Brianna, trusting in God's grace and mercy and love, do you turn from the ways of sin and renounce evil and its power in the world? Do you? Yes, I do. Do you, trusting in the gracious mercy of God, do you turn from the ways of sin and renounce evil and its power in the world? Do you? Yes. Who is your Lord and Savior? Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior? Okay. And will you be Christ's faithful disciple, obeying his word and showing his love? Will you? Yes. Okay. Now, Brianna, as we move into this uh, baptism, what happens as we talked the other day? When you go under the water, it represents how you die in Christ and are raised in new life in Him. Okay? So I'm going to um, let you step right in there, and you see the step down to the bottom right there, and then I'll baptize you. There you go. Good. There you go. Turn this way. Now step all the way on the bottom. Very good. All right. Now, Brandon Fullen, in the name of Jesus Christ, I baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, now I believe Barry has a question for the congregation and uh, will lead us, close us in prayer.